Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Podcasting from the Pacific Northwest, the caffeine and Sasquatch capital of the world, and home to the world's biggest Highland Games fans. This is Fork Talk. Will you fight? A podcast about all things Highland Games heavy events, competitive throwing, and the greatest sporting event ever invented on God's green earth, Sheep. And now, here are your hosts, Big Daddy and Hoss. But they'll never take our freedom! Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack, Jack Frost, Frost nipping at your nose. Nipping at my nuts. Yuletide carols <laughs> being sung by, by a choir. And folks dressed up like Eskimos, Eskimos, which Big Daddy is alienated from Alaska. Everybody They're all drunk. No. A turkey and, and some, some mistletoe, mistletoe. and mattress ranch. Help Helped have you suck in on my balls? Oh, I don't think that was Robert Goulet's original. It is Goulet's version. Tiny tots, tiny, tiny twats, tiny tots. Tiny 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 wait a minute. To sleep tonight, because the big daddy's gonna be jumping on top of him. You, you know, it's funny. You you hear Robert Goulet, yeah. and you think Sinatra, like in the way that he's singing. I hear Robert Goulet, and I hear like the most ridiculous Will Ferrell episode ever. Like, and I'm like a lounge singer. Hmm. That's Absolutely. funny. What I say is Robert Goulet is actually the king of all fucking music. Yes, and everyone that followed him, losers, losers. Well, in honor of you, Big Daddy, since we gave you so much grief on our last Christmas episode in listening to the music you didn't like, I'm starting this one with one of your favorites. You said Robert Goulet is the king of all Christmas albums, and I'm playing you some Robert Goulet. And I fucking stand by it, too. Yeah? I stand by it. Well, welcome to Fork Talk episode... 25. Holy cow. 25, the silver edition. Yep. Yes. They said we'd never make it. And it it is Christmas time. It is Festivus for the rest of us. You got your Kwanzaa. You got your Hanukkah. Yep. You got your Feliz Navidad. Yep, Feliz Navidad. <laughs> you got your goddamn Festivus. Yes, well, welcome, welcome to Fork Talk, yes? Yes. Who are you? I'm the Big Daddy. Yes. Who the fuck are you? I am Haas. Haas. And this is Fork Talk. And with us is our important staff, producer, a candy, a sprinkles. Hey, hey. No, 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 no. Hey, hey. You're hey, hey. Okay, that's Swedish. I get it. That's not Swedish. It is Swedish. That's sorority girl. No, it's Swedish. Do your pro- it's how Swedes say hi. Will you do I your like proper Swedish. hello like you're supposed to? Big Daddy gets cranky if you don't. No. Yeah. Tonight's hey, hey. No. Hey, hey. I am cutting her off now. No. Hey, hey, you know what? Let's, right. let's not only cut. Hey, hey. Let's not only cut her off, but let's go ahead and back and edit this yeah. and take that whole segment out. Do it right, Kenny Sprinkles. Now. Hi, Behoke. 
There it is. See what I'm saying? And Divalange. Hey, Hi, y'all. Yes. Not too bad. Not too shabby. You can do it over again. Yeah, no, do it again. Oh, that was yeah, good. Again. Hi, y'all. How you doing? Howdy, y'all. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> I got to say, Big hey, Daddy. Big Daddy's the best in bed always. Oh, we love the little winkies. <laughs> I love me my little wanky. Give me, would you mind editing? Big Daddy in bed. We love that little. <laughs> big oh, Daddy. Stop using the word little. We love the big winky. <laughs> big Daddy's the best in bed always. Always. We got we our. That always. We got in, intern uh-huh. Slim Jim. He's not here. He's out on a date. We got new staff. We do. New staff num- member had to be done. Our official graphic artist, Jim Walker. Jim Walker. Diamond he, Jim Walker. He did that super badass Silver Surfer 25th anniversary logo for the podcast that, that people are listening to now. That's an award-winning actual uh, drawing. That I love did. the way he does that. It's good stuff. It's good, brother. Silver episode, Silver Surfer. Episode twenty five. What? 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 He's a hill. He's a silver haired son of a bitch too. Shouts to um, old uh, Rhino uh, out securing the border. The border is we, secure. We've got Chief Scientific Officer Dr. Ken Beck. Noise water. We got official cartoonist Matt Thompson, Vargas uh, Highlander. Yes. We got our roving reporter, the international a man of mystery, Miles. Wetzel. Wetzel. Our official historian, Roger Saunders. And our number one fan, Audrey Rose Walker. Yep, yep. Walker. Website, www.fork-talk.com. Facebook, Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Haas. Roger that. We got the sponsor shouts. You know that, right? Sponsor shouts. Now, Big Daddy, this is a special one. I know it is. And I wrote it up. I don't know if you've gotten into it yet i have read it okay would you like me to read it i would love you to read it because it's a special holiday one for our major sponsor right the sponsor shout goes to mattress ranch of course right yep. Twas the night before christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring not even a lightweight The sheep forks were hung by the standards with care in hopes saint alistair gunn soon would be there the children were nestled all snug in their mattress ranch beds while visions of PRs danced in their heads. And Big Daddy in his kerchief and Hoss in his cap had just settled their podcast gold for a long winter's nap. Oh, yeah, baby. He sprang to his sleigh bed for Mattress Ranch to give, I'm sorry, to his team gave a whistle. And away they all flew like the down of Scottish thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight. Happy Christmas to all and to all a good night. Yeah. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the Mattress Ranch crew. Be excellent to each other. That's kick-ass. That Roger was bad-ass. That. that was awesome. That was poetry. That was yes, beautiful. I mean, who wrote good. that? Bobo the Monkey Boy put that together. Well, and he didn't even spell anything. Oh, no, he did good. Give Bobo a raise. Bobo's a good boy. Hey, we have got one heck of a silver anniversary show for you. I want to say that of all the silver anniversary shows we've ever done, this is the goddamn best. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. We got pop culture and current events. A pop culture. A pop culture. A pop culture. A pop culture. And of course, a festivus miracle. It's a festivus miracle, everybody. Hit, hit that, by the way, the first festivus thing there. 
the next version. Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll. Pass it back. There it is. I reached Here it for is. the last one they had. No. But so did another man. Dang it. And candy sprinkles, there it is. Many Christmases ago, I went we to buy a doll for my son. <laughs> I reached for the last one they had. But so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. Yes. A Festivus, festivus for the rest of us. A Festivus How for the rest of us. How many years have we been celebrating Festivus now? It's like four? 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 Yeah. Well, yeah, fourth bas- year. basically like the year after we first met each other, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Where's yep. the pole? It's on the way. garage. The oh. pole is in the garage. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, we um, we need to start with shouts, of course, Big Daddy. Yeah, we do. You know, however, we must start out with the shout shout <laughs> Once. Because as in every episode over the past 25, I have screwed this up. That's right. You're doing good. Keep we stand on the shoulders of giants. Hey, hey, big, hey, Big Daddy, just think of it this way. You're um, 100%. Let me go. You're perfect. Who the fuck gave her a microphone? No, You're perfect. Her. I know. She's all full of it. I love it. I know. She's full of it. Devilange. Devilange. All right. Oh. Okay, so Come listen, on, um, right. our new likes our on new Facebook. likes on Facebook were up to seven hundred and twenty. Yeah, likes. that's not very much up from the last. Episode, I'm not so that happy. with that's that. That's all right. Yeah. That happens. Seven twenty. Our recents are Ken Wilkins. Shout to you. My I like brother. Ken Wilkins. He's become a good friend of mine on Facebook. And Donald Ewan. I don't remember him. I don't either. But I. But thank you very much, Donald. We do it. appreciate you liking us, and we hope you listen yep. for the rest of our episodes. And we we thank you for your support. Right. Excellent. All right, let's jump into pop culture, Big Daddy. We a got pop a culture. Couple, we got a couple big things to talk about. A pop culture. A pop culture. Uh, okay, yeah. here it is. I just love doing that. First one. Yes. Cuba. Cuba. Cubano. Or as JFK used to say, Cuba. Cuba. We like Cuba. Here's Cuba. the deal. My um, mother liked Cuba Libres when she was a sorority girl. Yeah, I heard your mother liked a lot of things Cuban. <laughs> Here's the deal. Uh, the government, ours... Announced this week. When you say government and you say ours, would you mind using air quotes? <laughs> no, because no one would hear that. No, the what? US. See the, that. The, current US, the current U.S. government. Our, our government announced this week that we are resuming diplomatic relations with Cuba. Cuba. This is big news. Is we big have news. been this on on this embargo since the whole Cuban Missile Crisis crazy. I actually well, think this the is emba- a, the embargo in all that stuff is still in hey, Ange, there we go. Hey, Devil Ange. Or <laughs> Devil Ange, you just keep being quiet, just like you are. I love you when yeah, you're quiet. Yeah. Candy Sprinkles, follow her lead. Be producer like, and let Big Daddy and I talk about this. Yes. Oh, I was just trying to be factually correct. You want to be factually correct? Shut it! Come on, you're killing this. <laughs> you're killing my vibe. Um, All right, this is a big deal. I'm going to tell you what I think about this. Yeah, please I think it's about the Sony movie. Uh-uh. That's the next. That's the next one. Yeah, but did, thank you, uh, Devil Ange. Yeah, you can go ahead and be quiet now again. <laughs> um, hey, Big Daddy, what do you think about Cuba? I was just about to fucking say it for three times in a row, but I keep getting interrupted by broads. Will you just shut their microphones oh, off? I'm there. Here no, it. no. Do it. Thanks. They're now shut. God, it's so much more peaceful. I know. Hi, Big can Daddy. I, how you doing, brother? So good to see you. I can't even see you're flipping me off. I don't even see it. <laughs> don't even see it. Don't say it. Don't see it. Okay, let's Not talk. Let's talk it. you and me, and we'll get the women in on this. Next Here's time. what I think about this Cuba thing. Yes. Okay. This is what I have to say about it. Okay. 
I actually believe it's genius okay. by the Obama administration. And I hate the Obama. Shut it right now. I'm not kidding. I hate the Obama administration. But this is a legacy builder. Okay. okay? Because right now his legacy fucking sucks. His social welfare system sucks. His uh, insurance, no. His insurance welfare thing sucks. And pay attention to me when I'm talking. I'm hearing you. Turn that deck down Go. again. <laughs> but this makes sense to him. Okay? Because this embargo has been on since 1961. And what it, what it entails is basically we don't have any trade with these people because they're communists. Right? And they had missiles. And we were afraid back in the 60s that they were going to fire those missiles at us because they were only 90 miles away. They didn't have missiles, but the Russian no, no, no. was trying to get them there. They yes. did actually have photographs of missiles that were there in Cuba, which is what started the missile crisis. Maybe that is right. But there aren't any there now. We no. don't know that. But what? But besides that, okay. we've done this for 50-some years. Right. And in those 50 years, in the past 20, nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Nobody has cared. Most everybody's dead that was worried yeah. about it in the first place. And... Chances are, the, with Castro being gone and his son running the government, you know, okay. things are different, right? So now you're thinking, what do we have to lose? Let's open up. Let's get rid of the embargo. Right. Let's open back up relations. Yep. And it's going to make the Obama administration look really good. Okay. You know, but a lot of people are, are for it, but there's a lot of people against it. Because a lot of people think that we're, you know, we're just throwing foreign policy right in the garbage. Yeah, but there's no foreign policy left to enforce, right? Right, but it's been a foreign policy that's been around for 50-plus years. Yeah, but I think people will probably oppose it just because they oppose the administration that's currently in charge of the government, for example. Right. As opposed to, hey, it, it, you know, just because you don't like the administration doesn't mean that actually everything that, that comes out is a bad thing necessarily, no. right? And this is probably... My personal opinion is it's a good thing, but I'm thinking about it from Highland Games' perspective, Big Daddy. Well, I'm thinking about it from a cigar perspective. Yes, here's the deal. First of all, this means we need to have the first Highland Games in Cuba. Cuba. The the Floridians can can make this work. All Let's right? call it the John F. Kennedy Memorial Highland Games. Highland Games. That'd be badass. You oh think? My God, that'd be badass. I like it. Would not have and and we are going to get started working on this right now because the sponsors for this can be all the rum makers and Cohiba cigars. Right. I like it. Yeah. Bingo. A lot of money there, too. Oh, I'm a telling you what. A lot of money. And it's a, it's a beautiful island. They just need to get their act together financially and structurally mm-hmm. so we can help them with that. get tourism. It actually is a beautiful island. I was there. Were you? I was in Guantanamo Bay. Ah, you were. Yes. Did you get to go to what, Havana? N- hey, now tell me. Oh, no, it, I did ninety days there. Basically, it was a just yeah. an uh, operation. Okay, peel the peel. Yeah, peel back that onion for me. So, when you were, what part of your military career was this? Navy or after? I was uh, I was a corpsman with the Marines, and I was covering uh, what was it? It was a, an operation we used to do just yearly. Okay, and it was a, a three month deployment. Okay. And it basically, it was just a training mission. It was nothing big. So for three months, you were stationed out of Guantanamo, mm-hmm. going out from there, doing your exercises and back in kind of thing? Yeah, actually, I was devastated in Guantanamo. I didn't really go anywhere. Oh, you didn't have yeah, to go anywhere? No, nah, we just covered it. Yep. Oh, okay. It was pretty good. Interesting. We did a lot of diving. Diving was good there. Um, Which would be pretty water and all that. Surfing. 
you know, it's it's a, it's a really beautiful place. Cool. Well, I, I, I got to say, officially, I'm down with opening this up. Yeah. I think we should do it. I am totally down with it, too, because, it, you know, if Jay-Z and Beyonce can go to Cuba, why can't I? That's the most ridiculous answer on why you'd want to I have ever heard. I don't even know who she's talking about. I'm just saying. That doesn't make any sense, Candy Sprinkles. Everyone can go to Cuba. You just have to fly through Canada or Mexico. So just, like, get rid of all the sanctions and let's just... Reopen well, we could just, relations with Cuba. Let's just, we've already done. reopened relations, and the first thing Obama wants to do is he wants to put an um, embassy there. Right? I know. That's super awesome. That's good stuff. You know, I don't, like, I always, like I said, I don't agree with the administration 99.9% of the time, but I think this is a quality That's move. a good one. Uh, for a couple of reasons. But I also think it, it's an undermining move, too, because they still are a communist state. Hmm. But... Yeah. You know, people think of Obama as a communist. I mean, they think of the things that he thinks of, like the the social welfare of uh, insurance as a communist mm. issue, right? So, Gotcha. Gotcha. You know. Okay, so here's the other one, and, and Devil Ann uh, brought this up. North Korea, right? It's It's been determined as of today, it was in the news, that North Korea is definitely behind Sony Pictures hacking. So the the... Um, in infiltration of or hacking of the of the computer environment at Sony Pictures, Sony Pictures is actually a U.S. entity, not a Japanese entity. Right, and um, and so they've determined that they specifically were involved. And the other thing that happened today, which again, um, it's an, it's one of those really interesting um, stories, I think, because it, it's a it's a story where even though you don't. Uh, necessarily agree with a particular political philosophy that is in say power at this moment in time i think there and and or potentially even the politics of say a bunch of uh, uh, actors and stuff around the country i think almost everybody's going to be kind of united on the on the um on the opinion that they should never have pulled this interview movie from what they did today obama mentioned in a comment that he he felt that Sony Pictures was absolutely wrong in not releasing the film and essentially paraphrasing you can't allow a foreign dictator's regime to censor free speech in our damn country. Right. And I'm totally down with that. Again, totally. I that. may totally disagree with the part the, customer or well, the president on all kinds of things, but I w- I thought it was a total weak BS move that Sony did not release that picture. I, I think it, I think it, it does, and it sets a bad precedent. Exactly, it sets a horrible precedent. But what I also have to say is, what if, what if they did air it, and what if they blew up a movie theater that was playing it? We wouldn't be so, you know, oh Sony, you 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 guys, you should, you know. We would be on their asses for releasing it, knowing what they knew. Yeah, you know what, Jay? Any time that somebody gets hurt or killed because of something like this, it becomes a big deal. So I say, yes, it, it set a horrible precedent. Yes, it sucks that they did it. But the bottom line is, I can almost see where you don't have much of a choice. Because this is how terrorism works. Terrorism gets you to change the way you would normally do things on a day-to-day basis. Right. And that's exactly what they did, and it worked, and they won. However, if one person had died because that movie opened, 
Yeah. We would be screaming for Sony's fucking heads. Which, yeah. which, in my opinion, would be wrong as well. Meaning that would be wrong as well. It may be, but it's also wrong to attack a cop. And they kill a black kid, and everyone thinks that the cops are bad. That was last week's. It's how things work. You know, it's just the the nature of the country right now is very politically correct, and they don't want anybody being harmed for any reason. Sure, I get that. I get that. And I'm just just playing devil's advocate here, because I agree with you. I agree that Sony Pictures is stupid for doing it. Right. But I also think that they could have picked an imaginary dictator. They didn't have to actually pick... Kim Il Jun for this picture. That's true. It was Kim Jong Un. Whoever the fuck. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm just saying they should have. They should. They could have picked Hitler for Christ's sakes. Right. They could have picked anybody. They didn't have to use a guy who looked exactly like the motherfucker, and didn't have to use his goddamn name. Right. You're poking the bear when you do that kind of shit. Yeah. You really are, especially when they're still alive. Yeah. It was bold of them to actually pick a current leader. I know, but did you hear the? The latest thing. North Korea is not one to fuck with. Um, Stephanie, the latest thing is not on my show sheet, which means it's not to be talked about. <laughs> no, we are going to talk about it because it's relevant. You made a mistake when you gave her the mic. A- I, I Angie, told you that. I warned you. Devil Ange, you don't have to raise your hand to talk, baby. You just get that mug in there and talk into that microphone. Okay. The floor recognizes Devil Ange. Thank you. Get in so there. So how long ago did they like, make this picture? When they first started doing this, was it like two years ago, a year ago? No, it was but, like six months ago. No, they they probably would have started making the film at least an, a year ago. Absolutely. So year ago. At the minimum. And yep. you know what? We're in the United States, and we kick ass. And so, anyways, that has nothing to do with it. But, I mean, who cares for everybody else? It's not a good thing. I, I, I great, I, a great point. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't oh, hear that. What was? What, do you do you speak um, clenched teeth, Devil Ange? Yeah, I know exactly what she said. What did she say? She said, "I'd like to thank the Academy <laughs> for." <laughs> she said that was it was big dad's the best in bed always. From from me knowing Devil Ange the way I do, inside and out, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, what 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 I believe Devil Ange is trying to say is that in a politically incorrect uh, current environment of the world that the communists in North Korea are using their power to scare the rest of the world, stop me if I'm I'm wrong, to not show this picture and making everyone do what they want them to do. Is that what you were trying to say? No, fucking Hmm. wait. There is no way in hell. That's what I'm saying. That's too bad because it was all right. And and this episode of Crossfire (laughs) is sponsored by... No, uh, and uh, no, Candy Sprinkles, I will give you the floor more. for a second. Give her the yes. last word What's on it. What's the newest thing? The newest thing is that so, <laughs> um, so Sony Pictures pulled the release of the interview movie. Thank you for that update. We already talked about that. That's what we're talking about. I'm. Can you just shut up for a minute? <laughs> I think the edit button needs to be flagged. And but but so multiple cinemas were going to do instead show the Team America World Police South Park movie that came out like ten years ago. Remember that with the puppets? Team America? Fuck yeah! What? Team America. Remember that South Park movie? Yeah, I under, I remember it. Why would in God's name would they? Pick Will you that? just like let me talk? Yeah, I am. I will explain it to you. Okay and, then. And so 
because that was the puppet movie, right, with the South Park puppets, whatever. And they had Kim Jong-il, who was Kim Jong-un's father, and he was... Anyway, so these multiple cinemas were going to, now that the interview has been pulled from release, we're going to show Team America World Police instead, but Paramount Pictures, who owns the rights to that film, pulled it so they can't even do that. So we can't even go to the cinema and watch a movie that came out 10 years ago, which is a crappy movie anyway. What? I don't so understand. I'm just saying that the 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 people are capitulating so much that now they're like, oh, we don't even want to like show a movie that came out ten years ago with puppets about Kim Jong Il because maybe North Korea will like what fart on us? I oh, don't know. Okay, so Candy, are you saying that some theaters in um, uh, opposition to the pulling of the movie chose another? Fl- um, uh, movie that is kind of inflammatory and that got squashed as well is that what you're saying yeah okay but a different company paramount pulled that as well they pulled the rights to that as well that's unfortunate i have to say that in watching the previews for that movie it looked like it was gonna fucking suck i don't think it was a very oh good my movie God. i think the funniest parts of the movie they showed the in interview? the fucking preview yeah it well, really did not look funny to me i've a lot of reviews online and like it's half and half like some people think it's funny some people don't but well, it's always half and half when they haven't played it you know but, but the bottom line right, is no one's gonna see it now you know what i think though i, I think it's only after part of me always right? wonders it always wonders is this some kind of a fucking ploy and then all of a sudden it's gonna come out and everyone in the motherfucking world is gonna fucking want to watch it because let me tell you something if that, if that, if that, hang on a second turn on the music if that Turn down the music. If mark my words, turn down the music. I, it's you can't. Hear I it can't loud. hear myself. That bitch is singing too loud. If, <laughs> if if that movie comes out on DVD, mark my words, it'll be the most highest fucking paid oh, goddamn movie. Yeah. It'll get. They will. You won't be. It'll be like the goddamn. Uh, cabbage Patch Doll of 1986. I mean, you won't oh, be able to get that, that son of a bitch. That's I think, correct. I think you're right, Big Daddy. It'll, It'll be, be the Tickle Me Motherfucking me. Elbow of 1992. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's true. All right. So maybe this is just all Sony Pictures. By the way, the bitch is Aretha Franklin, and how dare you? I never liked her. Matt Guitar Murphy, he left her in the Blues Brothers. There was a reason. For crying out loud. Woo! Oh, yeah, baby. Come on, bring it on. Joy, Joy, I'm trying to bring this back up because you two are getting too down and dirty. Right, closing. Um, closing. We've just started the show, Stephanie. What are you talking about? I guess she's bored. Oh my God! Remember that rule we had, Big Daddy, about um, candy not drinking too much early before we start recording. Um, remember the rule we had where she didn't have an old microphone? I'm yeah, exactly. And we're, uh-huh. And now First of all, I love this song. We're going to go out to the first set of our segments. Thank God this is over. Thank goodness. Here we go. Y'all want. Oh, yeah. You tell him. You tell him. Come on, girl. Tell him. Oh, yeah. 
George was growing Jerry, up, no. his father no. hated all the commercial and religious aspects of Christmas, yeah. so he made up his own holiday. Oh, and another piece of the puzzle falls into place. All right. And instead of a tree, didn't your father put up an aluminum pole? Oh, Jerry, no. stop it. And then weren't there feats of strength that always ended up with you crying? I can't huh? take it anymore. I'm going to work. You happy now? <laughs> Looks like my rank. <laughs> I'm a snowflake. Sounds a lot like Burl Ives. Yeah, Big Daddy. <laughs> Except it's Roger Stewart. Or Rod Stewart, right? Me a yeah, baby. Like Do you recognize who this is? Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart, baby. Rod Stewart made a Christmas album. He also drank 16 ounces of cum. What? Oh, yeah. Can you hear about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not something I would normally read. Apparently, he passed out on stage when they pumped his stomach. That's what came out. Oh, that's gross. That is really gross. I think it's a wise tale, but, you know. Here's the, here's an interesting uh, tidbit. So, um, do you know the Christmas song, Baby, It's Cold Outside? Yes. Okay. One of my favorite uh, songs, right? And a lot of different people have done it. Yeah? And I have this problem with... The fact that some of them sound a little rapey. 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 Yeah. Um, some of them sound... I, what I want in my um, in my particular pairing for that song is a, a man and a woman who sound equals. So that even though he's trying to get in her pants, she's got enough power to kind of hold the other side of that song. Yeah, this, this chick's trying to get away from this dude. It's like Pepe Le Pew and the female cat, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. So Rod Stewart did a version with Dolly Parton. And it's, it's that sounds like a weird pairing, but Rod Stewart and Dolly Parton just dropped the thing. I didn't hear it. Um, did, this, did this pairing of Baby It's Cold Outside, and it was really good. Huh. And because Dolly is, a, you know, a great singer, mature and all that, the pairing of the two didn't sound rapey. It sounded kind of cool. Like, yeah. she knows how to handle herself, even though this guy's trying to get in her pants. Right. But there's, an, there's another one off of the Elf soundtrack where it was this famous... Um, Leon Redbone. Thank you. Oh, I Thank love you. Leon Red, Redbone. Love, I love that guy. So, I love Leon Redbone. And he's a great jazz singer, right? Uh, bah, 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 bah. Exactly. And he did um, that song with Zoe Deschanel, and, who has a really was nice good? voice. She, well, no. It's rapey because she's got this really cute, sweet voice. He's all doing his Leon Redbone. <laughs> and it sounds like he literally is trying to get in the pants of a 12-year-old. And it just comes off awful. Right, right. So I've decided that there's only two ways that song can go. Either super awesome or super rapey. Yeah. Yeah? You know, you're right because I was listening to it the other day and I, I, I guess I never really listened to the words. And this time I was listening to the words and I'm like, let her go. I mean, she's totally trying to get away from you and exactly. let her go. What right. the hell, you know? So and I can imagine with Leon Redbone, it'd be like the, exactly. you know, Uncle Pervert, you know? Right. There's a Tom Jones version that he did with a Welsh singer that I can't recall her name right oh, now, speaking but of that's Uncle, a really good speaking of rapey. as well. Right. Yeah. And we love and We love Tom we Jones, love Tom Jones but he'll rape you in a heartbeat. Yep. So the, and I'd let him rape me, actually. It wasn't rape. He's a good-looking man. Is he? 
Oh, yeah. I know. You see his ass? Man, when that guy fucking dances, boy, oh, oh boy, I'll tell you. I love nice it. It makes it makes uh, Elvis look like a goddamn ballet dancer. <laughs> um, so we are into segment uno, numero numero uno, uno as the Mexicans like to say. And um, this is all about Festivus, as we prepped in the first part of the show. Festivus for the rest of us. And this is you know it's a little um, a little more relaxed. Um, episode than normal we're not uh, overly programmed we're yeah. not we're not doing historical fega we're not yeah. doing olympic games that should be replaced we're not doing any of that yep. what we're doing is we're having uh the fork talk nation people we know and love call in and they are going to uh participate in our festivus and as you know festivus involves the, the airing, the airing of grievances, the airing of grievances, and feats of strength, feats of strength, and so we will invoke old Georgie for those. Not George, but his dad, his dad, uh, Mister Costanza, Mister Costanza, and um, they will um, air their grievances. Yeah, I like it. So we're gonna get ready for that and uh, and pop into that. I think uh, Candy's got the board ready to go with call-ins. <laughs> And um, we will wait for them to call in, and we probably have one coming up here in a second. Sounds like a plan. I can't wait. Yep. Well, sir, I, I gave out the fake card because um, I don't really celebrate Christmas. I, um, I celebrate Festivus. Feminist. Festivus. Sir. And uh, I was afraid that I would be persecuted for my beliefs. They drove my family out of Bayside, sir. You making all this up, too? Oh, no, sir. Festivus is all too real, and I could prove it if I have to. Yeah, you probably should. Okay, Big Daddy. Let's uh, get... Uh, let's get into this. In the spirit, as we've discussed, of Festivus. The spirit of Festivus. Festivus we, for the rest of us. We've got people queued up. The nation is queued up waiting to talk to us. Your board is blinking like a fucking... It's, it's blinking. I know. I've got... I've, I cannot keep this many callers in That thing is blinking like an Asian with his blinker on turning left for five miles. That's how bad that thing's blinking. It is, baby. Wow. It is. And uh, so, Candy, pull up the first uh, board caller. You got that line? I do. There's the area code. Uh, what area code is that? All right. Caller. Area code 785. Caller, welcome to Fork Talk. Hey, guys. Hey, I know that voice. Do you? Who no. is it? I don't recognize it yet. It's Oh, it's Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> No, 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 it's, it's uh, Christopher Reeves. <laughs> Both dead, That's right? A little further. Oh, uh, dead. so sorry. Speak a little bit more, caller. All right. Uh, think central. Central. Mm. Um, I know who it is. Rex, I know who it is. Rex Reeves. No. It's, uh, it's Disney. It's Walt the Disney. one, the only Chad Olam. Oh, that was on the tip Chad, of my tongue. The dancing Chad. The dancing Chad. The pregnant Chad. Right. <laughs> no, welcome. The, dancing Chad. the dangling Chad. Chad, welcome yeah. to Fort Talk, brother. Hey, thank you guys. Good to be here. We're good to have you. You Whatever haven't uh, you haven't been on since we <laughs> interviewed you on the field in Scotland. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I yeah, remember that. Was that. Great. that was a great time. Yeah, the the LBD was was there. Yes. I had a little camera inside of him. He saw everything. That's right. Uh-oh. That was good. 
That was good. In fact, that was really funny um, because uh, you guys were talking about uh, Al's Vag. Yes, Al's Vag. I, I can't. I mean, you got to get there at some point. <laughs> Al's Vag. It's such a great place. Al's Vag. It's Al's hard Vag. to get into, but once you're there, it's smooth, baby. Are you talking about really, Al Stagner? It really opens up, yeah. <laughs> Uh, fantastic. Well, so uh, thanks for calling in. What's uh, what's going on with the Olin family for the holidays? Oh, you know, we're finishing up the Christmas shopping. Uh, me and the wife got rid of the kids tonight. Nice. Hanging back, watching a movie. Uh, just just relaxing. Good. How would you get me? <laughs> <laughs> got you nothing. No, I'm serious. Appropriate. Okay, good. What? Uh, how's the how's the off season going? You in off season training mode, or you've actually been traveling? What's the deal? No, I've, yeah, I've actually have not traveled for a little while, so it's been it's been nice. Uh, you know, I got a gym in my house in last April, so uh, the training's been going really well. That's uh, nice. Things are things are coming up. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. Coming up, how much harder? People, what? How much harder can it come up? You're goddamn beast. Yeah, well, it's it's going good. It's going good. He, he's not like you, uh, Hoss. What's that? He doesn't talk about himself all the time. See, that's the difference between Chad Olam and, and I'm you. Happy, I'm happy to talk about right? Chad all the time. I can tell he's getting red in his face because you're embarrassing him I because got, he, you know, he doesn't need you to tell him he's strong. He I, knows he's strong. I got a serious Highland Games bro crush on him in Scotland watching him turn caber. You're it's dead to me. awesome. You're dead to me. No, I love you still, Big Daddy. Oh, uh, that was that was a great time over there. All right, well, so Chad, let's let's get to it. It's Festivus. Right. It's time to air the grievances. I have a question. Yes. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. This is something I've been dying to ask, Chad. Oh, okay. I have right. not had a chance. Okay. Tell me this: How in the hell did you get to travel with uh, Vieira and Brebner and all that bullshit? <laughs> Okay, how did you get to fucking hang with those guys? Great question. I mean, you know, how does that uh, happen? That, 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 that's a great question. That was really, uh, that was, that's was that been an amazing, amazing deal. Um, actually, you know, I met Francis through Dave Glasgow, who puts on, uh, he's the 80th at McPherson Games. Uh, he invited Francis to, uh, to announce there, and so we met. And he goes, all right, so the way that Francis and I got to, got really more acquainted was, the whole deal with the Denny Stones a couple of years ago, right, right, and and you know, and Francis really had my back on that, um, which you know was unbelievable. I mean, I, I I could go on, but but it really started from there. He 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 did the Stones of Strength last year in Scotland, mm-hmm. and so invited invited me to come along, and you know, and involved the Denny Stones again, of course, and and the Inver and some other things. So um, they invited me to come back this year, and. You know, it, it was uh, it just went from there, and I and I asked my buddy Al, and he got invited. So we we like to travel together, and um, yeah, I mean, spent two weeks with Vieira and and Francis. I mean, yeah. it was it was fantastic. You know, and Al used to throw uh, pro with those guys twenty years ago. That's right. So that was kind of a reunion uh, with them. So it was a it was an amazing trip. It was a lot of fun. Uh, when we get off the air, or sometime, I'll tell you about the. Uh, the massage parlor that we went to in Budapest, but that's a. Hey now, <laughs> wait a minute. Why off air? That's hey. just the kind of podcast gold that Fork Talks yeah. looking for. You see, we're looking for that explicit rating, and you're yeah. waiting for that. Are they going to save it 
until okay. 2015, Chad. Save that story. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's that's a teaser. You're gonna have to have me back on. Nice. That's, right. that's a good teaser. Oh, we'll have you back on anyway. But you know, massage parlor. With just just the, so uh, I can I can please the people that are listening. Fuck, 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 fuck. That way, I, I'm trying to get that explicit okay, rating. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tourette's boy. <laughs> fuck you. All right, Candy. Pop, pop us our our, our Festivus drop. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Now you're going to hear about it. I love that guy. All right. That's me at 72. Okay, the mic is yours. All right, you know, I it actually turned out okay, but the, the maddest I've been was over in Scotland. And when, uh, you know, I went to bed on uh, Friday night thinking that our... We had cable, or no, Saturday night. On Sunday, I thought that we were going to, our, you know, 40 to 44 class was going to be decided by a, they showed us the cable we were going to use. They had it marked. It was, uh, I think, 55 pounds, 65 pounds, you know, and it was going to come down to um, the final between uh, Dickens and Tommy DeBrun, and that was going to decide it. And, I mean, I was so mad. I, I couldn't even sleep. Uh, so that would be my grievances, and it, you know, without... <laughs> I know you, uh, without naming names. Uh, oh, I, that's, that's no, 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 no. Wait a minute, Olam, you're, you're being too nice. You are referring. Your grievance is the great caver debacle of 2014. Great, yeah. yeah, that was. It was. Uh, you know, and, and it was but a luckily, shit show. We, I will we got a great stick. You know, well, people traveled. The guys uh, around saved us. Graham and I. I, I know it's should his last name, but I'm I'm drawing a blank. But Graham, I know. Uh, People went to games an hour away, late at night, uh, to come in, and they and they weighed everything and scored it out seven o'clock that morning, and, and really saved the day for us. I mean, but I was I was crushed. You know, you go to Scotland, you want to turn a big caber. Right, right. This right. was this was a this was a pencil, and yeah. uh, but it, but it worked out obviously, and um, it turned out good. But but that would that would be the biggest grievance that I think I've ever had in the games was was thinking you know going to bed that night thinking I was going to have have a 50 pound caber yeah. the next morning <laughs> that's a good grievance well you'd have to flip it twice yeah. chad that's good the one. difference you know you have to flip it over tw- oh, yeah. twice in the air yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think, well yeah i don't know what we would have done i mean it would have been a it would have been a joke but in, any other any other grievances you know just getting old um, <laughs> yeah well you can't do much about that one I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's you know, the, my my shoulders falling apart. Uh, other than that, I mean, I, Olin's being Olin's actually being polite because he sent in a letter to the um, Department of Factual Incorrectness. Oh, that's true. For yeah, once, it wasn't that. Bobby Sorry, Dodd. It was, for once, it wasn't yeah. Bobby Dodd who sent that in. Oh, Bobby Dodd's ancient. But um, yeah, Olin sent in a. Re, uh, reminder, a correction. yeah, correction. That yeah. in uh-huh. our one of our previous episodes, when I was talking about the um, great movies of John Hughes, I erringly referred to what I was talking about. We were talking about Oily Bohunk and yeah. Maddied, and I called it out as Pretty in Pink, Pretty which pink. is so right. wrong. It's 16 yeah. Candles. Um, Hoss, this sounds like your grievance. Yeah, Chad. pretty much. No, Chad's grievance was with no, me because no, no. I oh, fucked Chad, up. Chad just corrected yeah. me. I know. Thank you for correcting me. I you appreciate know, that. You know, since we're talking about it, you know what my grievance is, Candy? What? 
My, my grievance is, you know, just going over these stupid fucking cult classics every goddamn show. <laughs> Fuck you, Pretty in Pink, Princess Bride. Stick it up your ass. You just don't know it. All right, Full what is... Metal Jacket, asshole. That's the we goddamn don't, classic. We don't all have hate in our heart, candy, candy. I do. Pop, I have a whole goddamn candy, heart full of hate. Candy, pop in the next one. Pizza strength. <laughs> pizza strength. Pop in this one, you son of a bitch. And now as Festivus rolls on, we come to the feats of strength. Not the feats of strength. <laughs> Until you pin me, George. Festivus is not over. Oh, please, someone stop this. Let's rumble! Let's rumble. All right, so if you were challenging on feats of strength at our dinner table together, what would you choose so that you would win? So that I would win? Um, man, I've seen a lot of Jay's videos, so that is going to be tough. I know, uh, it is tough. I, I tell you... Um, you know, we've talked about this. Smoke I, and I mirrors. I would, I would go, yeah. That, <laughs> I, would, I would maybe go with a one-handed deadlift. Oh. Maybe. With a strap or without? Maybe. What? No, hell no. No strap. Okay, What's okay. Not? Just making sure. I've seen a lot of videos yeah. with dickheads using straps and pulling 405 yeah, with one floor. Yeah. Just yeah. right. No, that doesn't count. Just a hook grip and that's it. Just a hook grip. Yep. Yeah. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it, Chad. Yeah, that's I like one. that one, too. How much do you think you can do with that? I, I, I just have a curiosity because that's a, that's. Oh, a, I, I mean, we, that's something that we. Uh, you know, I'm in that uh, that all around weightlifting, and we test right. that one quite a bit. I think the most I've ever. I know I've done um, 440. I think I think maybe 450, but it's been a while. That's a crazy. That's crazy grip strength right there, guys. Mm. That's nice. crazy grip strength right there. Is that right hand or left? That is my right. I've done I've done over 400 with my left. Well, yeah, good balance. That's really crazy grip strength. I think if I were to challenge you, it would be a Jefferson lift. Mm. And the funny thing okay. is, is nobody knows what we're fucking talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Haas is looking I'm at me like, what the fuck no are you talking idea. about? Are you talking about George Jefferson? <laughs> yeah, we're moving on up. <laughs> you can play Wheezy. All right. All right. Hey, Olam, thanks for calling yeah. in. Appreciate you uh, joining us on this special 25th anniversary episode of Fork Talk and our Festivus for the rest of us. Our silver edition. Hey, be be good. Happy holidays. Uh, bless you and your family. Thanks for uh, being a part of the Fork Talk Nation. Uh, you guys have a good one. Actually, Thank you me. know what? Never. Fuck that. Th- what? Fuck you. Fork Talk Nation, my ass. Chad Olam is part of the Fork Talk motherfucking family. That's right. it. He is. Okay. There you go. He is a staff member. <laughs> and he? I propose. You, oh, you're proposing again. All right. I propose that we yeah. make Chad Olam. Yes. Our... Feats of Strength staff member. All right. Bingo. All right. There you go. What do you think about that? All right. That's fine. Awesome. He could be our official um, Stones of Strength. Yes. Okay. And we'll send him a, uh, a, a pair of Fork Talk socks. Right. And the check will Love be it. in the mail too, Chad. Bingo. Oh, sweet. <laughs> and, it, and it's not my baby. We'll pay you double what we pay Big Daddy. Perfect. Hey, by the way, I am, I am going to uh, Brestweer with Francis this year, Al and I. I'm going to be part of the field crew, so I can do nice. a, a remote interview or something for you over there. Brestweer, the uh, IHGF World uh, Championship. Oh, you're nice. on. Nice. Hey, that's what he is. Yeah. That'd be good. He's our international reporter. There you go. There you and, go. and Stones of Strength maniac. As, as, long as, he, as long as he whispers in Francis's ear that Alistair Gunn said Sheaf is a great sport and, he, uh. and, and Brebner didn't like it because he was... Too, he was crap at it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Denny's after I'll, I'll him. Let, I'll, 
I'll let him know, yeah. No, the, the <laughs> Chad gets credit for getting Alistair to listen to the Denny uh, ta- uh, bit, and he liked it, and that was good. Oh, yeah, Francis, he loved that. He, was, he was dying. We were listening to that over in, uh, I think we are in Romania. And, See? Uh, and he was going crazy. He loved it. That's yeah, good. That was great. That's All good. Right. Awesome. Be, be good, Chad. Take care. All right, yeah. All right guys. We'll see you. Bye. Take care, brother. Merry Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas. All right, that was a great episode. Yeah, great, you know great call. We get some great callers, great brother. Great calling, yeah. Okay, so All right, let's go on for our next one, shall we? Kramer, Kramer, any word from the vest? Uh, no. Uh, listen, Harry, I need the 23rd off. Hey, I hired you to work during the holidays. This is the holidays. But it's Festivus. What? <laughs> you know you're infringing on my right to celebrate new holidays. That's not a right. It's going to be, because I'm going back on strike. <laughs> well, happy Festivus. What is that? Is that the Paul? George, Festivus is your heritage. It's part of who you are. That's why I hate it. It's a big dinner Tuesday night at Frank's house. Everyone's invited. All right, Candy Sprinkles, we got another caller ready? We do. We have... Okay. Wait a minute. What's, pull the, it up. what's the phone number there? I don't recognize it's that area a, code. It's a 320 area code, which I think Three. is Wisconsin. 320. All right. Three two zero. I don't think so. Caller, welcome to Fork Talk. Festivus is episode 25, Silver Edition. Silver. Who is ya? Aloha, all. And actually, it's a Minnesota number. Oh, it's a Minnesota it's number. Sorry. Minna- when did Minnesota, Minnesota get 320? Well, well, we know who that is. Anybody who'd say aloha is Julie. Julie Peterson. Julie Peterson. <laughs> yeah, Wisconsin. Be. Aloha. Wisconsin Hello. be 414. Aloha. It's so good to hear your voice. I know. We've missed you horribly. Ah, love it, love it. We haven't talked with you on Fort Talk since I interviewed you in Scotland. I know. And was I drinking yet, or were you drinking yet? Um, I was drinking. You were still competing. (laughs) Oh, then I'm sure I wasn't much. No, you weren't. We had... We just had the tiny nips of the tiny whiskey, remember? The tiny nips. Tiny right. whiskey. Oh, the yes. tiny whiskey. Now, Julie, I, Julie, please I, tell me that your big, burly, beautiful Russian uh, husband is with you. My big, burly. Russ, do you hear that? Da, yes. Da. Yeah. <laughs> da, yes. Da, yes. That's right. Um, yes, he's right here. Oh, fantastic. So we can talk to both of you. This is good. This is hey, really I good. I have a question. It's really important. I thought she was a producer. Okay. Andy's, yes, she's, okay. she's, okay. Well, why isn't she a producer? Girl. Shut up, Jay. What's up? Do you guys have snow? Do we have snow? Yeah. This is so sad. We do not have snow. We are <sighs> running around in flippy floppies. And the other day was a short stay for us. I'm, because okay. it was in the 30s. Where my the, heart, my where heart the, just died a little bit because in the 30s. I... Where the like fuck are you, goddamn Miami? And I'm missing snow. Shut up, Jay. Wow, so it may be... No, I, I, wait a minute. I'm not going to shut up, and I'll tell you why. This is Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Hoss, and the Big Daddy's talking. So Big Daddy wants to know a question. Where the fuck are you guys, Miami? <laughs> we are in close Milwaukee. Oh. Yes, just another M, a little north of Miami. My lovely and home. We don't have snow either. Oh, I'm sad. Yeah. Well, that's Speak I'm so sad. Whereabouts in Milwaukee are right you guys? Now? We are, where are we at in Milwaukee? Yeah, yeah, whereabouts? We are, you know, in Milwaukee. I don't, 
Well, okay. I, I used to live on 37th and National. Were you in You were a bit in the hood. That's pretty much, yeah. I oh, went my to, goodness. We're not in the hood. No. Not, <laughs> where are you guys? <laughs> we are on what are, 73rd and North. Well, wait a so minute. Uh, why are you talking about where they physically live? Because I fucking know the city. Okay. Yes, you know the city. And we're in Wauwatosa, and we already have all the places planned out when you guys come visit us. Oh, I can't wait. Where we'll be going to eat and drink. Yes. So, that, I can't plan wait. Plan that shit. Oh, and we have to go to the Brickyard Gym in, uh, on Kinnikinnick uh, Avenue okay. Road Parkway. Okay, you guys can do that. That's great. Excellent. That's boy <laughs> time. That's good. Okay. Okay. All right, get back get back to the show, Brett. Well, let's. I, Julie, you as much as I love you, put your put your hubby on. I want to hear his dulcet tones. Okay, hold on. <laughs> well, hello, Matt. Hola. What up, brother? Hello to my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love your Russian. Well, I'm drinking Russian Imperial Stout, so of course I have to speak a little Russian. Nice. Ah. And I can't believe you're actually in the country, you international traveler, you. Yeah, in the country for a little while longer. Um, we talked about that offline, but yeah. All right. Hopefully <laughs> um, <laughs> you're not going to North Korea. Yeah, he's going to North Korea. No, 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 I have not made a movie, nor have I been in North Korea. So we're <laughs> Very good, very good. And um, are you? Um, how is your off-season training going for your kind of Highland Games official all-the-time debut? In the uh, old- it's going pretty. It's going good. Strength is, is coming up again, so that's fun. Um, had a good pressing day the other day. Hit a PR, so it's kind of fun. Hit uh, three fifteen for eight on a strict press. So oh, nice. Yeah, very nice. Real nice. Very nice. Yeah. What, um, Jay, tell tell our audience what uh, what Matt's uh, claim to fame is as far as his past. Matt Wanit actually is a an extremely good overhead log presser, mm. and he has recorded a log press of over four hundred pounds. Am I correct, Matt? Yes. Uh, in competition, the best they did was one ninety. Uh, so it's four eighteen or four nineteen once converted in pounds. Yep. And so. in training, I did uh, 200 kilos, which is 440. So he is a super, super strong, awesome uh, lifter. He is, actually, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. Yes, he is, and he's one hell of a traveling and a flatmate, as we've discussed. And uh, he is one of the best gillies. He's a. I, I rock the ghillie roll. <laughs> no, you did good yeah. at that. Yeah. What is a ghillie roll? I. Does anybody speak in English on this fucking show? Are you paying show? attention in Scotland? <laughs> the gilly was, if I remember correctly, the uh, there were fishermen in the river, and there was a guy helping them, helping them to catch, you know, net the fish in, or if the guy fell down. Uh, that was the gilly. Gotcha. Also, and be- the role I played in Scotland, hauling gear and making sure stuff was happening. So. Gotcha, because you um, were not competing, so and Julie was, so you were yeah. her biatch for the week. Well, that would be the English version, yes. Yes, okay. I understand now. Yeah, <laughs> this you, is good. You were supposed to be at two, Haas, but, you know. 
I'm always your gilly, Stephanie, for God's sakes. Why don't you guys gilly this and shut the fuck up and let's get on with the show. All right. All right. So okay, let's so. so we should get to the airing of grievances, Are yes? We do Matt first. Uh let's do Julie first. Julie, uh Matt pass it back to Julie and we're going to do the airing of grievances starting with her. Are you ready? Aloha, I'm so ready. Okay, here. Okay. I've been ready for months. Okay, so right, give it up. Okay, here. We have, we have, these fucking grievances. Little, Are you ready? We have a, no, no, we have a little intro. Well, a little so. intro. Hang on. He'll, Hang on you'll hear back. it. Here it goes. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. Okay. And oh boy, are you going to hear about them? Uh oh. Are you right. ready? Bring ready. It. Bring I don't it, know. Sister. Okay, because first I'm starting with Big Daddy. Oh shit. Oh. oh. Daddy. Okay, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's good. Okay, Big Daddy, look. <clears throat> I love you. However, I think that sometimes on the Facebook that you appear to be more concerned with making friends. Than giving your real opinion. Oh, so that, Let her finish. That is not something that I can agree with going through life. That I want you to be real and I want you to give your own opinion on the Facebook. <laughs> she's got you so spot on. Oh my. I'm wondering if she's on fucking drugs. That's what I'm wondering. I, <laughs> no, I think what's happened, um, Big Daddy hasn't had internet for a couple. Like six months. Oh, and his house, so he's been really quiet on Facebook, but now he's got internet again. It's so stored up. It's it's coming. It's coming. Twenty twenty fifteen is the year of the fuck you. That's, that's what we're here. That's a good that's a good one, okay, Julie. Good. I like it. If I'm not first, I'm gonna be pissed. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Uh oh. Okay, candy sprinkles. Uh oh. Hmm. I love you. However Comma. I'm so see. I'm disturbed. That you did not walk me to the field of all my Highland games, only the ones in Scotland. And I think that's bullshit. I think you should walk me to the field of all my games. I will do because my best. I... Do I have to bring my playlist? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. I'll do my best. I mean, Good. I got to get travel okay. money from Haas. I will. Okay, Haas. Well, I'm there. you I'm can there. add that to my grievance then with Haas. That's all right. fine. I'm there. Okay. Okay, yeah. Haas, I have one for you. Shoot. I am disturbed. I am just a bit more than disturbed that I cannot watch Emmerdale here in Milwaukee, <laughs> Wisconsin. Because I miss my British soap opera, and I'm a bit pissed about it, and, and you're to blame. You can't so, get online anywhere? That's no, funny. I can't, because you can't get it here in America, because it's only on UK Whatever their version of I know I've tried I've tried that too I, I feel Netflix your pain or whatever I feel it is. your pain not with Emmerdale I ex- but I, I feel accept, your pain I accept your grievance it is his fault oh, we recognize you. the grievance very good <laughs> and, and thank you I yeah very so good I, of course I do not have a grievance with Devil Ants because really not. who can who can. Wow! See that I was I was about to say Devil Ange got out and she did. That's Devil Ange is grievance free. There's no. Free. She's like the <laughs> Teflon. She's made of Teflon. Okay, Julie. So now I introduce now everybody to uh, everybody. If you are you done with your grievings? 
I'm pretty done. I would say if I had an honorable mention grievance to give, yes, it would be for Max Nivon. Oh, okay. Of the mattress factory uh, of mattress that France, we haven't yes. seen them since Scotland, and yeah. I think that's quite bullshit. So <laughs> that it's, is my grievance with that. I love that's it. That's an honorable mention. No, it's okay. I'm that's not good. so angry. That's a half a grievance. That's good. Well, you know, in their defense, Julie, I have to say that uh, Max is one of my best friends. And I've introduced him to every one of you motherfuckers. <laughs> and I have seen him once since he, you guys got he, back from goddamn Scotland. And he likes us more than he likes you. And the first, time the, that, the first time that I saw him, he stole my kid's playset off my fucking property. So you know what? I got your grievances. I guess, I guess we're there's saving no way. for Big Daddy's grievances. Well, there's no way to get all of Big Daddy's grievances in oh, one episode. You don't so have a fucking time. we just time. keep going. Yeah. It's a big episode. Okay, so yeah. for, so your computer couldn't hold the data. So before we move to Matt, the next thing is the um, feats of strength. Feats of strength. Stephanie? Okay, wait for the intro. And now as Festivus rolls on, we come to the feats of strength. Not the feats of strength. Until you pin me, George. I love George. Festivus is not over. Please, somebody stop this. Let's rumble! Let's rumble. All right, so, Julie, the question is, if you were at our dinner table and you uh, had the honor of choosing the feat of strength by which you would beat and keep Festivus going, what would it be? I would lift up Big Daddy's chair with my pinkies. Wow. Oh. With me in it or not? Over, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Over my head. I like it. That's nice. That's nice. Yep. And I would prep his ass <laughs> eight times for eight? CR. Eight times. Three times. Three times. Three. French pressing my ass sounds a little like sexual harassment <laughs> to me. Strict press, not French press. Oh, French press. Strict, strict press. press. French press? I'm thinking of coffee. Never yeah. mind. French okay. press. It's very good. French. She's slurring, and I say... <laughs> That's, <great>. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's what happens when you wait till 826. That's I've already had... Some. Are you Sorry. drinking that Kinnikinnik whiskey? Is it that Kinnikinnik whiskey you guys got me? Is it the same stuff you're drinking now? Oh, no, 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 no. That's, That's only for good friends. That's good shit. Are you drinking mint? Oh, I wish. Oh, oh that was good. What is that? Mintu. Good stuff. That's gross. Jim Mintu? Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Minty. Okay, so, Julie, right. pass that Minty phone to fresh. Matt because we need to have I him will. air his grievance. Pass quick. the phone to Matt. Hello. Okay, here he is. Love you all. Bye. Bye, Bye Julie. Love you too, Julie. Well, hello again. He- oh, hello. Hello, my friend. Hello, my friend. How are you doing? Amigos. <laughs> all right. Here is here is your intro to airing of grievances. <laughs> the tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. I got a lot of problems with you people. You're going to hear about it. I fucking love that guy. All right. Matt, air your grievance. Well, I only have a couple of grievances. They aren't nearly as specific towards people. So one (laughs) would be, uh, when I see lifting videos, particularly, you know, well-shot lifting videos, like Big Daddy. Here we go. All right. Yeah. And... And they use bumper plates to make the weights look bigger. Oh. <laughs> that makes me crazy. <laughs> there it is. They're infiltrates. It, it's like those cartoons. Daddy. Um. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is he talking about me? He is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, it's just in general, I don't like it. It, 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 it makes it crazy. He doesn't like bumper plates. 
Well, I can see where that would bother you. <laughs> I can also see where I don't give a fuck. So next, <laughs> what's your next grievance? My my second grievance would be the Big Daddy not giving a fuck. But that's neither here nor there. Big Daddy um, what? To what? Big Daddy what? Can you repeat that big, second grievance? Oh, sorry. The, my next grievance would be Big Daddy not giving a fuck. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 that's right. Yeah, he he says that quite a lot, Matt. I'm with you. But I yeah, do. I, I still I still love you. I still love you, Matt. Even though I don't give a fuck, I still love you. That doesn't mean anything. Well, I, I love you too, Big Daddy. But, you know. <laughs> I'm feeling it, baby. It's good. Those are good grievances. They're good grievances. Um, the, that's really all I have as far as grievances go, other than not having more beers in front of me right now. Mm. You know what I like the fact is that he said he doesn't have a lot of grievances, and they're not in general like everyone else, not specifically everyone else, but he singles me out twice. Right, of course. <laughs> that's what I really love about this show. That's because you're so generic. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Hmm. Okay, so He's now... <laughs> he is. And now it's time for the feats of strength. Okay. You win. And now as Festivus rolls on, we come to the feats of strength. Not the feats of strength. <laughs> Until you pin me, George, Festivus is not over. <laughs> Please, somebody stop this. Let's rumble! Let's rumble. Okay, this is a tough one. I was worried about this one, actually, because... So, Matt, if you were to pick at our dinner table a feat of strength by which you will crush all competition i'm worried about this one because he could pretty much he could pretty much sneeze and kill me i'm kind of scared for this one because i think this might this is gonna be good okay what is it see i I struggle with with the the feats of strength because they need to be challenging for everyone involved oh you sorry son of a bitch yeah right (laughs) he basically belittled us well, he's bigger uh, well, than us, he's stronger than us, and God darn it, everybody loves him. So, I, I think an appropriate feat of strength would be something more like taking a keg that weighs your body weight and carrying it around the block for time. I think that is for, well, or for distance, because I'm only going to go about 20 feet, but... <laughs> <laughs> I like the around the block. I like that first thing. You know, that's actually challenging. That's a good idea, because you'd have so a keg... You, your keg would be, what, about 360 pounds? Oh, it's like 345-ish right now. Oh, 15 pounds yeah. off. Sorry about that. Anyway, uh, so my I keg... Am, I am slender. My, you're spelt. Yes, you are. My keg would be 272 pounds. Koss's keg would be, if you asked him, 240 pounds. <laughs> we know that's not true. Exactly. My right, my right leg. And we won't talk about anybody else's keg because women, we don't want to talk about their weight. So, right. So, exactly. Um, I will cut you. I know you will. She's got a knife. That'd be a good one. That'd be good. Yeah, that'd actually be challenging. And you know what? If you, nobody loses because when you drop the keg, you drink. Right. Bingo. I like it. You're well, on to something, Wanted. you have contributed something great that is fantastic yep you're you're on to something want it we're gonna make that happen he's on something or he's on to something that's for sure can't figure it out either way all right so well fantastic uh those were great grievances great uh feats of strength additions thanks to you and your lovely bride for calling in yep put her up next to the phone again we'll Uh, say goodbye together congratulations on being married yeah happy 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 Hello. Happy Holidays and uh, Happy New Year to both of you. Thank you so much for calling into Fork Talk. Uh, all our love from this side of the country, and uh, thanks for calling in. 
Thank you. Love you all. Love you. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you for being married and being happy. <laughs> That's right. We like that. <laughs> Thank you, Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Be good, guys. Bye. And now, as Festivus rolls on, we come to the feats of strength. Not the feats of strength. This year, the honor goes to Mr. Kramer. Uh-oh. Oh, gee, Frank, I'm sorry. I gotta go. I have to work a double shift at H&H. I thought you were on strike. Yeah, well, I caved. I mean, I really had to use their bathroom. <laughs> Frank, no offense, but this holiday's a little... out there. Kramer, you, you can't go. Who's gonna do the feats of strength? How about George? <laughs> Good thinking, Cougar. Until you pin me, George, Festivus is not over. All right, Big Daddy. That was a good one. Yep. Roger that. (laughs) Um, All right. I think we got time for one more call-in. Yeah, Sprinkles? One more call-in? One more. Keep it snappy, guys. Yeah, we'll keep it snappy, all right. Hey, look at that. It's ringing off the hook. All right. Here comes the next caller. It's area code 440. Who do we know in 440? Hello, caller. Welcome to Fork Talk. Hey, how are you two fucking degenerates? <laughs> <laughs> that can only be one person. <laughs> the one, the only, Mark Valeni. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, great. I'm glad you called. We got uh, we got a few things we want to talk about. But first of all, our listeners, I'm sure, since you've been retired for, what, about a year and a half now? Yeah, 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 about yeah. a year and a half. Uh, just tell uh, tell us a little bit about you, because you know how people are. They're fickle and they forget about people. But we don't, because we're loyal. That's we're, right. You know, legends never die. We don't retire. You know, uh, it was, uh, I, I threw for uh, 22 years on the circuit, 17 as a pro. Uh, started throwing when I was uh, 16 years old, so the majority of my life was spent in a kilt one way or another. Yeah, nice. So what, what made you retire? You know what? I was. Uh, we opened a business, uh, started running that. That uh, that took off and uh, got uh, remarried, and and that took up a lot of time. And uh, nine year old kid that I want to see play football, and you know, other than the family stuff, it was just uh, just uh, I was pretty much done with the sport from uh, the political standpoint. There's mm-hmm. nothing better than being out on a Saturday morning throwing, you know, with your buddies. But, right. Uh, you know, dealing with ADs and dealing with uh, the politics behind it, I just had enough after 22 years and, and said, "Screw it." Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, leading leading into that, you know, we uh, one of the things that brought our attention, of course, was uh, the uh, Armageddon series on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was believe it or not, that was completely spontaneous. Started. Uh, uh, we were doing, um, what am, you know, I loved competing up in Canada. That was that was my favorite thing, going up there. They always took care of me up there. And, uh-huh. uh, I spent their money foolishly. I used to tell people I was the Ryan Vieira of Canada when I would go up there. <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> I'd go up there and actually win a few games and then go and spend their money. But uh, we were up in uh, Uxbridge, Andre Maserol's games. He ran a great games up there. And right. Overfeld started asking me questions in the tent. And uh, the first one that, they, that uh, never got on YouTube was, was uh, so vulgar and so, uh, uh, you know, irritating and, and would have caused so many hurt feelings that that one will probably never be shown. <laughs> but uh, he started to tape up again every 15 minutes when we were in the car, and I would just start laughing because he wouldn't even tell me what he was asking. He'd just start up talking, and, uh, you know, we'd have to play it off the hoof just uh, <laughs> fast, fight, and, and uh, 
I didn't even know what I was going to say half the time. Well, you, yeah, you could tell it was spontaneous because it kind of reminded yeah. me of some of the trips that Haas and I take where, you know, we'll just be shooting shit. Oh, know? yeah, that's everybody. Yeah. Everybody uh, has the same experience. You know, you guys, you know, you're getting, you're getting paid to hang out with your buddies every weekend. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone's had those conversations. Well, you know, I think the difference is between us and you is we do it for free. See, you guys, you, right. <laughs> we're the dumbasses yeah, <laughs> that still pay to do this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 in 22 years, I wouldn't have lasted that long if I was paid to do it. <laughs> well, if I see 22 years from now, I'll tell you what, then they better open up the 72-year-old class. Cause that's that's, a, well, I'm sure. They, yeah. they probably have that now, you know, 70-plus master's class or something like that. Yeah. I'm sure they... Seventy this plus, under, under one hundred and seventy six pounds, right handed, <laughs> under five ten. Yeah, I think I saw one of those guys in Scotland. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you see a couple of those guys over there for sure. So the so the guys you hung out with, I know you hung out with Kerry quite a bit, of course. Kerry Overfall, I'm talking about, uh, and Chris Chafin and Craig Smith. Yeah. Those seem to be uh, your buddies. Any any anything you want to yeah. say about those jerk offs? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it right there. We. You know, it, it was like uh, traveling with a group of pirates. I mean, there was there was never any shortage of getting into trouble. There was uh, there was never any shortage of uh, being in trouble with the wives. There was never any shortage of uh, alcohol after the games or food after the games. And you know, there was there's there's some stories that you couldn't have told in you know if you if you had an NC17 rating and uh, you know there were. There was there was some ridiculous times with those those four these three idiots and uh, um, you know that, towards the end that's what I, that's what uh, was the only thing I was enjoying about the whole thing was uh, okay here's another uh, chance to go and hang out with your buddies on the weekend and, right. uh, we did it from from the west coast uh, all the way up into Canada and down into the south and there yeah. was always some some scheme being run and uh, and uh, we always had fun doing it uh, we might have burned a few bridges but we had a good time well that's what happens when you when yeah, you when you're out and you're being a pirate and such you know you burn bridges and you pillage yeah. and you rape and right <laughs> right we weren't we weren't uh, ever attending Dan McKim's uh, prayer services on the day before the game that was never <laughs> you know we never we never made it to those and you there. you wouldn't have been invited the day after either I'm pretty sure about that <laughs> yeah. Dan, Dan was. There was a couple occasions where where we were all in trouble, and Dan, good, you know, God love him, he'd always come to your aid and, and offer to pray for you. And he was, you know, <laughs> I, I don't mind a little little religion in in, in people as long as uh, they're being, uh, you know, upfront about it and, and really believe it. And, and that guy does. He, you know, he believed everything he was trying to help you with. And, Absolutely. Uh, he, you know, he was a good dude. Well, you know, a funny thing happened in Portland uh, last year. You know, our current world champion. Uh, Bluto, as you like to call him. Bluto. Bluto. Yeah. Chunky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he, he goes to Voodoo Donuts, and he brings back a donut just for Dan McKim, and it's shaped like a giant dick with a pair of balls. <laughs> and and he and he presents it to him. And, and, and the, Dan ball, has the his, balls were Bismarck's as well. They were yeah. cream-filled. <laughs> How appropriate. And the look on McKim's face, he goes, he was, at first he was really grateful. He's like, oh, thank you so much. And then he looked at it, he's like, oh. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's it, priceless. There must be something about Edom Clock because the first time I met Dan McKim, he had just turned pro. And uh, me and Carrie met at the airport. We were flying in from two different places, and we were picking up Dan to get in the rental car. And, uh, you know, I had known that Dan was a very religious guy, and I said, you know, here, I'm going to initiate this, this guy into Highland Games. 
and I commenced to start talking about the most vulgar subjects and, <laughs> and certain fat girls on the on the circuit and whether you'd get uh, oral sex from them or not, if you know, and how much it would cost you to do it. And Overfeld's trying to keep a straight face, and I swear to Christ, Dan had his head out the window like a dog, trying not to hear weird things. <laughs> Then we got we got him to Enum Claw, and we got him. We, we basically picked a fight between him and Matt Doherty, and just let it go and try to get those two, you know, fight with each other the whole time. <laughs> and then you and Overfeld are just giggling. You and Overfeld giggling like little girls. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, one hell of a trip. <laughs> well, you know that's that's a thing I got to say. You know, Haas and I, you know, we took over uh, Bellingham Games, and. Um, we made it a pro event two years ago. And, you know, one of the reasons we made it a pro event is because we like to have, you know, we think the pros actually really do make the, the heavy events, you know. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we, we didn't have a very big budget, but we, we went with it. And the pros out of the, you know, a lot of gracious guys came in and basically threw for nothing or threw for prize right. money. And, uh, right. But, you know, in talking about it, you know, we talk about ranking systems and stuff like that. And we just pick guys that were loyal to us. And every year when... You know, when we do the pro class now, we think of the guys who came out when we couldn't afford to pay them, right. you know, and they Absolutely. keep coming back, you know. And, Absolutely. And that's that's kind of the, the spirit of, of the games. And I know um, I always, when I always think of Enumclaw, I always think of you and Overfelt, you know, and the fun guys, the guys that were, you know, fun to have on the field, you know. Yeah. And it's 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 not so much anymore, you know. In, with, I know uh, Overfelt was kind of... Uh, upset when uh, he got uh, aced. He was he'd won the North American Championship, and then the next year he he wasn't even he couldn't even get in. You know, yeah, and, and to yeah. me, if you're the defending champion, you're in regardless. You know, yeah, so, yeah. He was you know Gary got picked on a lot for a lot of different things, and he he would never say it, but I'll talk for him. And you know, he got invited at World Championships, and uh, you know, we we had been talking for weeks, and he you know he was laughing about it how they were you know he was absolutely positive they were going to make him pitch for the drug test. Uh, oh really? And uh, yeah, it, it was funny because he just knew it was coming. He wasn't worried about it, and uh, he texted me right after it happened. He goes, "Guess what? I knew exactly what happened." You know, they uh-huh. used, like nine out of ten guys, and they came right to him for that random drug test. And, you know, it's that kind of stuff that that we always, you know, fought against and 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 were outspoken against. It was this, you know, pretend fairness that ended up, you know, trying to screw guys you don't like. And, you know, kick guys out of games. You know, if they mm-hmm. if they rub you the wrong way. Yeah. And, you know, games like yours where they're where you know you've got guys willing to come and and throw for very little money. That that says a lot about your games. And uh, you know, if 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 guys didn't respect you, they wouldn't show up. You know, unless the money was big. And there's enough games out there with with big money where guys are just like, man, I don't even want to go to this thing, but the yeah. money's so big, I have to. But, yeah, I've heard that you know, before too. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah, and, and then you know that that takes us back to uh, you know we're talking about drug testing, and I know you said in Armageddon, you know, take that money that you waste on drug testing and just give it to the pros, you know, uh, yeah, because it, it, it's a it's a it's a it's a fine line you walk. If you're going to drug test, you know, which games you're going to drug test and who are you going to pick? Sure, you know, sure, yeah, and like you, you know, they 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 railroaded enough guys, and you know. They they hunted down enough guys, and, and you know Matt Sanford was here was a guy who who, who who fails a drug test, but was obviously the best guy in the world. And I mean, it just never made any sense to me. You're in a straight sport, 
these guys are trying to be the strongest on the planet and throw the farthest on the planet. And, you know, nobody's testing world's strongest man guys or power lifters, you right. know, in the big federations. But these guys alone, you know, the, the guys that are that are winning, you know, probably aren't on drugs. I, you know, I, I talked to Matt Vincent, you know, on a weekly basis. And, and I tell you, know, I, I wouldn't bullshit you. I wouldn't bring it up if, if I thought the guy was on. He just... You know, you're looking at him, and, and he, he doesn't show any of the signs of being on ever. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a kid who whose uh, family had him in gymnastics until he was 12 years old. And, and uh, he, he moves better than any pro on the circuit. He does more to make sure he's throwing far than any guy on the circuit. He yeah. takes care of his body, and he's smart, and, and uh, yeah. he's super athletic. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's, not a, it's not an epidemic. It's not that, uh, you know, oh, well, he's beating everybody because he's on drugs there were some guys that were on and some guys who were off and hey who cares leave let them be on you want to be on be on if you don't you don't it's it's a fringe sport we're not we're not not in the olympics well and not all the guys that are winning are juicing you know because i mean if it was about the biggest strongest guys you know then it definitely you know you look you're right you look at uh bluto and and if he was actually juicing he better give his fucking money back. That's that's what I always say. You know, you know this is, he's looking. He's slimmed down some now. You know, he's yeah. he's uh, rocking the 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 half naked selfies on Facebook yeah. now. But, uh, <laughs> that's ridiculous too, by the way. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I don't give a fuck a what anybody so says. <laughs> right. A year or so ago, that dude. You know, he he looked like you know ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. No know? shit. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, now he's uh, hanging out. He's you know he's he's Mr. Freaking Hollywood now, hanging out with K Star and Mark Bell and you know right you know yeah. Diane Wu and all these people. He's he's Mr. Hollywood. Well, he's got that personality. You know the thing is, he's got a personality that not of a lot of our, yep. our our past pros have had. Yeah, as far oh, as champions, you know. Absolutely, and I yeah. sent him a, a text message right after the first Drift of List that came out. I said, "Dude, I said it's a great show, and uh, I think it's going to do really well." I said, "The problem is, is you've got no." Uh, You've got no, nothing but straight men on there. There's, there's not one damn guy on the circuit with any kind of personality is going to help you out. But you, better, you better have your brother on the show every weekend, or, or it's going to die. I said, stop having these guys on there that you know have no personality at all. You see them in the tent trying to make conversation with people, and it's like Jesus Christ, somebody crack a joke somewhere here. Yeah, it's Scott Ryder on there. I couldn't understand a freaking word he was saying, but that's no you know, shit. Of course, God. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably funny as all hell. I just couldn't understand him. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go into a little word association here. Okay, we're gonna play a little oh, game. Christ, you okay. gonna do? That? You gonna do word association before we go into airing of grievances? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Airing okay. grievances is last. I got a couple more things. We got Valenti. Uh, okay, let's go. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck the rest of the callers. I don't give a fuck. Right. We got we got Mark Goddamn Valenti on the show. He's our last. <laughs> he's our last go. We're going out with him. Okay, you got. I got your back, Mark. Hoss isn't gonna kick <laughs> you off. I'm not kicking him off. <laughs> I've been trying to get this this dude on for what a year now, so we got him. Go, baby! All right, you ready? Okay, here we go, Mark. Uh, West Side Barbell. Uh, uh, genius. They uh, the, they uh, they change the strength game. You know, all these guys that are that are out there selling product now. The the Brandon Lillies, the Mark Bells, the Jim Wendlers, the Dave Tate. Wasn't for Louis Simmons and Westside Barbell, they'd be selling peanuts on a corner. That's true, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Dave Tate ain't doing too bad, is he? Elite. No, no, no. He's, <laughs> he's got all the money. He's yeah. got Oprah money. He's fucking smart. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure is. Ripto. Who's that? Mark Ripto. Oh, Rip. 
Ripitol. <laughs> I, I like to call I like to call Ripitol Captain Obvious. No shit. You know he he takes the the most obvious cues that uh, every uh, high school strength coach should know and uh, sells it to people who are stupid enough not to know it. <laughs> well, I always look at the guy and I'm like, how the fuck are you teaching anybody anything? You look like what shit. Yeah, him and uh, who's the other guy? Uh, oh shit, it won't go. Uh, Boyle. Boyle. He's yeah, yeah. Guy. He's 135 pounds. And, teaching people how to lift weights. It's like, what the, what the hell? What do you guys know? If you know so much, why the fuck aren't you huge? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, get under you, the bar. Yeah, give me a break. Uh, let's, uh, lightweight class. <laughs> well, I, don't even know what, I, I, don't even, I don't even know what the lightweight class is. You know what? I was 178 pounds when I started this sport. You know what I fucking did? I ate. <laughs> I ate lifted weights until I was as big as uh, Jim McGoldrick. You know, I'm not freaking looking to. You know, I mean, what the hell? It's like having a you know one testicle class or uh, yeah, something yeah. like that. You know, everybody has to have their own class now. Screw the lightweights. Get fucking bigger, bunch of women. <laughs> well, that's a, you know that's a funny thing. It's funny you mentioned that. You know, because uh, you know the lightweight class for you know for the last couple of years has gotten huge. It's it's just fucking grown. Yeah, and, and those guys I, spectators. And I'm like, yeah, and I can remember little guys would come in and throw, and then they'd out throw the big guys, and they'd be all happy and shit. Now, now they're right. not happy with that. Now they want to be little guys throwing against little guys so they can win more money. Right. I, you, you know, know, I got I got one name for you. It's Alistair Dunn. Look him up if you don't know yeah. who he is, and uh, learn how to throw. No shit. Yeah, I mean, because uh, the one of the best hammers in the world, you know, lightweight, eighty feet, you know, and he was, you know, five yep. foot ten and two hundred and twenty pounds, you know, and drunk and drunk half the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what made him loose. Mark, I was, I, I was actually, I actually met him in Scotland. When we were there for the World Masters, and I was interviewing him for Fork Talk, and I yep. had the balls to say, you know, you're the giant killer, but you aren't very big, are you? <laughs> Yeah, when when Haas came back and told me that, I go, "Are you fucking crazy? Why would you?" Right. <laughs> I, I expected him to be monstrous, like some big giant Dan McKim-like guy. He was tiny. We used to live over there. None of them are monstrous. Well, when they call him the giant killer, it means they're smaller. You right. Get, you get yeah, that? He, yeah. he looks like he looks like a fire hydrant, or or, or you know maybe like veal. You I mean he's got <laughs> uh, no muscle on him whatsoever? I see that. You know, you need freaking physics instructors to explain to me how that dude throws as far as he does. But, I'm uh, with you, dude. I saw the same thing. I'm looking at the proportion of his arms and legs and his torso. Obviously, yep. a lot of core strength. But I was yeah. like, how in God's name does he get this thing moving that fast? Well. Every, every Scott, with the except, exception of Edmonds, every Scott I ever threw against looked like Veal. They all looked like none of them lifted a weight. They all, you know, smelled a whiskey and, uh, you know, were just uh, long, lean dudes that could throw hammers and, and they figured out ways to throw stuff. Yeah. That's none awesome. of them looked like they could do it, but they were all studs. Yeah, even the big guys, you know, the guys that are bigger. Yeah. They, you know, no, you're right. None of them look like Edmonds. Yeah, you know, no, but, but no. He, he, did, I mean, he, he did Strongman, too, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Edmonds was a whole different. Uh, he was a whole different horse. That's for sure. I love watching that guy throw. Uh, let's yeah. see. Let's go he with scoundrel. He was the he was the biggest scoundrel of all of us. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian Oldfield. Brian, <laughs> great. Have you heard, have you guys heard the Oldfield story? Fuck yeah! Hey, listen. I when I had Carrie on here. I told him, you know, I went into it and I said, hey, Carrie, I said, let's talk about the guy that you look up to the absolute most, your hero <laughs> of the world. And, and he's like, oh, he thinks I'm setting him up to tell me about his idol. 
and I said, right. I said, dropped it on him. Brian Oldfield, all yeah. he heard was, God damn, and he just went off. <laughs> it was, it, it was, it was, it was one of the greatest days ever. You know, he, he, he uh, Oldfield was, was telling some young amateur that he had thrown the 56, you know, 60 feet with one spin, <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and about how we, you know, we were just a bunch of, uh, shitty pros and that he was so much better back in the day and Kerry just turned around and said now Brian you know you're lying and those two started going at it and me and Craig our faces dropped like holy shit it's Kerry going after a track and field legend and I mean Brian didn't know how to handle it because I don't think Brian was used to anybody ever you know talking back to him ever right, right. but you know I don't think he was uh, ready to run into Kerry Overfelt which which uh I, and then Kerry was so pissed he had to go over to the other side of the field. I had to talk him off the ledge. He was ready to <laughs> he was ready to roll. It was great. I didn't and being me, I didn't know if I should talk him off the ledge and just hype him up and see if I could give him to punch a guy in a wheelchair, you know. No shit. <laughs> I think <laughs> it worked out well. If he'd have punched the guy in the wheelchair and everyone found out it was Brian Oldfield, nobody would have given a shit. They no, 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 no. Thank God he finally got what's coming. People have <laughs> been running a punch that son of a bitch for years. Yeah. He still oh, does yeah. that shit. You know, he still talks crap, and he's fucking 72 years old, and he's sitting in a goddamn yeah. wheelchair, and he's telling you, yeah. and he's making up stories about how he's doing 150 sit-ups a day. It's like, you can't even get off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck are you going to do 150 sit-ups in one day? <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's not one of my favorite people on the planet, that's for sure. I'll tell you what, yeah. All right, let's go into, let me give you, I'm going to give you one more, and this one, this, okay. one, this is a good one, you'll like this. Jim McGoldrick. Jim McGoldrick. Jim, uh, get ready for this one because I'm going to say something good about somebody. Well, that's why I said Uh, it last. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Jim uh, was the guy when I was coming up on the circuit. I wanted to be just like the chief. You know, I wanted to be just like McGoldrick. I remember seeing him at at Alexandria when I was uh, in the East Coast Championships. And me and Jason Pauly and Kurt Pauly are sitting there. And here comes this dude walking across the field. And I'm like, holy shit, that's McGoldrick. And uh, Jason goes, Look at that dude, all Hollywood with a towel wrapped around his neck. And uh, Kurt looks over and goes, dude, that isn't a towel. Those are his traps. <laughs> so he, the dude was, he was jacked and tan before it was cool. And, uh, you know, he, he there, there, uh, you know, Dan, great caber tosser, Mike Smith, great, great caber tosser. There was nobody ever like McGoldrick. He was a, just a certified badass. And uh, not only could he turn cavers, he could throw everything else. He could yeah. also get your skull and uh, twist your brain around to the point where you, <laughs> you're not going to be able to throw. You know, there were stories of him rooming with guys and standing over their beds naked just to screw with their heads for the next day. And, you know, I mean, he was uh, he was a legend for sure. And uh, I got to meet him uh, for the first time. Uh, actually, no, I met him I met him when I was throwing his amateur, but uh, the first time he ever uh, uh Talk to me really was uh, as a pro was in Portland. Well, he did talk. To, he did talk to me in uh, Alexandria the one year. I, I had the nerve to walk up and sit down next to him in the tent, being a, a brave young amateur. And I mm-hmm. said, "Geez, how you doing? How you throwing today, Mister McGoldrick?" And he looked over at me with disgust, mm-hmm. shook his head, stood up, and wandered away. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I now there's a pro right there. <laughs> and then Valenti reached over and sniffed the seat where he got off of and said, hmm. <laughs> Smells of that's success. My, that's McGoldrick's sweat. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, you know, that, was, that was my hero growing up, you know. Well, you know, that, you know what's cool. what, what kills me, I, I, I love Jim McGoldrick, too, and I've always been a big fan of the Big Chief, you know. And uh, 
Um, the thing that kills me is, you know, I was in Pleasanton the year before last. I didn't make it this last year. Um, but every time I'm in Pleasanton, I always look for him because I know he shows up. You know, he's like, yeah. he's like the phantom. You never know, but then all of a sudden yep. he's there, yep. you know? And I guarantee you, Mark, there's probably maybe, if you got a hundred throwers on that fucking field, I'll bet you four of them know who he is. You yeah, that's, that is what drives me nuts about it. That you know? fucking kills me. As a matter me. of fact, Vincent, Vincent didn't know who he was when we were, we brought him up one year. We were sitting in, uh, in, uh, Nova Scotia talking about it. He had no idea who Jim Coldrick was. It's like, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, there's just no history with the sport. You no. know, guys don't know who anybody is. I think you should be required to take a history test to go on to the next class. You know, I mean, uh, you know what? I just <laughs> there there should be there was guys that made sure I knew who everyone was coming up. You know, and the pros, the I think the pros were bigger dickheads to us than than they are now. They're you know they would never teach you anything, but mm-hmm. uh, you know they made sure you were respectful and uh, and you knew who who this person was and that person was. And, you know, I used to tell people about how I, I wasn't even allowed to, as an amateur, I had to, to throw all day, and then they made you a shag for the pros afterwards, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sucked, but yeah. it was it was a way to, to uh, learn, number one. And and uh, it was just, you know, a show of respect for the, for the guys. And, and uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, go ahead and, and stand on a field and shag for Ben Plucknick and Jim McGoldrick and Carl Braun any day of the week. Yeah, you know? fuck okay. yeah. I'm with you. That's what I ended up doing, you know, and you learn watching those guys. Yeah, yeah I mean, ha- you can't learn better than standing right next to them. I mean, really, and watching no. them, you know? Yeah. No. Well, and uh, I'm happy that in a lot of places around the country they're still doing that, which is good. And, and of course, Big Daddy, our little Toonie Box podcast gives us the opportunity to talk about the legends in the sport and who yeah. inspired us, and that's why it's yeah. awesome I having guess- Mark on and people like him. I got to throw with a lot of them. I got to see a lot of guys and, and got to throw in a lot of places that, uh, you know, I mean, guys should know about, about those guys. And, the, the you know, the I, I, I entered the sport the year after Keith Tice died, and that was uh, a guy I wish I could have met. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, uh, the, the rest of them, I got to meet some pretty incredible throwers over the years. That's true. Yeah, you, you, you threw in a really good time, definitely. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, I was happy to, you know, I get to share the field with Vieira, his last competition. Yeah. You know, uh, that was fun. And, uh, you know, of course, I got I, I got to share the field with you and Overfell a couple of times in Eamclaw. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Claw. always a highlight, you know, to, to see you guys out there. And, and, and you guys, you know, even when I was a B and now as a master, you know, I, um, I modeled the entertainment part of the you know highland games after you guys you know you actually gave the crowd a little bit of a show just looking at the crowd or waving you know people really appreciate that you know and um i I wish more guys would do that you know we realized real early that if if we didn't put on a show that you know the money wasn't going to be there the next year and at that time man we needed money and uh, we had to figure out ways to you know and i got to be the bad guy and carrie got to be the good guy and that worked out well for both our personalities (laughs) and you just have to realize that people are listening to you and you know we we would go out to we go to enumclaw and uh i'm surprised we're still alive but we go to the yellow beak you know after the games and we 
we'd <laughs> dance and drink with every broad that would walk into that bar. And guess what? The next year, they'd all show up at the games and bring a friend. You know, <laughs> yeah. and it was just a way to get more people in the doors. You know, of course, it was it was purely for the games. We would never do something like that. Right. You know? Oh, right. You yeah. know, for our own personal. All on the up and up. Yeah. Oh, Mark, you're preaching to no. the choir for the love of the sport. <laughs> Preaching to the choir, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> we always we always had Andrew Hobson there, who was our designated driver, to pull us out of the bars. You know, those uh, those, those, those big engines can't handle their their uh, fire water. So no, they, they can't. That's a that's so a scientific in, that's scientific yeah, he fact. Would come and be our designated driver, make sure we didn't die. And uh, it was it was always fun at the beak. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, we definitely. Uh, I think they still they still talk about you guys at the beak every once in a while. <laughs> I think your picture is up on the wall, actually. I think, I think probably, probably over the urine. I, I saw four or five women walking around there with like three year old kids looking for daddy. <laughs> they were large toddlers. I saw, yeah, they, well, they all had little like three day beards and uh, you know pink, well, pink if, socks if they and shit. Mexican, if they look Mexican, they were probably over. That's what I'm know. thinking. <laughs> right. <laughs> But how do you explain the the one with the shaved head and the fucking beard? I'm thinking, uh, you know, it might be you might want to get back here. Kid had a pot- <laughs> or I might want to stay as far away as possible. Sorry. Kid had a potty mouth too. Well, they came after me, and I said, no, 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 you're Valenny's kid. No, no, it's, that's got to be Valenny. Yeah. Right <laughs> All right. Well, that's great, man. Let's. Uh, so we want to go into the airing of grievances. Oh yeah. Wait a minute. We got cue that up there, Candy Sprinkles. It's time for airing of grievances. The tradition of Festivus begins. With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. All right. <laughs> All right, Mark, this is your chance. It's your opportunity okay. on Festivus to air your grievances. Go ahead and give us your grievance. Airing the grievances. Okay, you know what my biggest grievance is? It's fat guys who want to stay fat and think that they're going to get stronger because they're fat. You know what? Put the cookie down. Cut your rest periods <laughs> down. You don't have to be fat to lift heavy weights. You know, Jay will tell you he felt he looked like an underwear model. You don't have to, you know, be a big fat guy to lift a bunch of weights. You know what? Throw a Metcon in once in a while. Do some kipping pull-ups. You know, I'm straight CrossFit now, and uh, you can get strong. I'm still lifting 300 pounds, stones, and, and deadlifting 700. And uh, I'm a felt 240 now, and I uh, look like a Chippendales dancer. Yes, you and, do. Uh, you don't have to. You don't have to be a fat ass to uh, to throw far or lift heavy. Good. Well said. Yeah, good job. Wow. And uh, you know that's the thing is, you know, we we do, you know, we do make sport of CrossFit quite a bit. But it, when I always think of CrossFit, and I really want to go over the line and say, oh, this CrossFit, blah blah blah, I always think of Valenny. Because I've seen his videos, I've seen what he does, and I'm like, okay, now there's a CrossFit box that's fucking getting it. They're doing it right. You know, they're teaching they're, people you know, how to lift, and they're teaching how people how to lift good and, and do good solid motions, you know? But it's like it's like personal training as a whole, as a profession. There are good trainers who get it and know it, and then there are people who think they want to be trainers, and I used to work with a bunch of those jack wagons, and... They just do what they see on YouTube, and mm-hmm. you know it gives the whole personal training sport profession a terrible name. So it does. And yep. you know what's good though about them though is they go out of business, and their clients need to someplace to train, so they come to me. Yeah, exactly. You know, got, I used to have a waiting list. Yeah, I bet you have a yeah. waiting list at your gym. Yeah, we got we've got probably twenty boxes around us, and uh, you know I I fully. You know, I fully support my guys going and hanging out at the other boxes. And they come back to me and go, 
what the fuck was that? I did snatches with a 75-pound barbell and ran a mile. What the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> it just solidifies my client base, you know. You uh, want to lift heavy stones. You know, we do we do straight CrossFit strongman shit, and we're, you know, we're lifting that. We did Atlas Stones today, and, uh, you know, we've got soccer moms, and, and, and hell, we've got a 70-year-old teacher's aide in there, and, and uh Man, it's great. You know, nice. we've got we've got the full spectrum of people in there flipping tires, and it works out well. Sounds awesome. Yeah. All right, that's excellent. Now cool. it's time for the feats of strength. Are you ready for that, Candy Sprinkles? Yep. Okay, play it. And now, as Festivus rolls on, we come to the feats of strength. Not the feats of strength. <laughs> Until you pin me, George. Festivus is not over. <laughs> Please, someone. No, you, you finish it to stop this. Let's rumble! Yeah, let's rumble. <laughs> All right, so the question is, Mark, if you were going to pick a feat of strength at the table with us, which would you choose so that you would dominate? Man. Oh, Jesus. I, it's a Jesus. tough one. I don't know. I, you know, I've got a pretty good friend time now. That's about all I got. So <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I would uh, pick one of the... You know, Jay's a freaking juggernaut. I'm not tangling with that dude for with any kind of real weightlifting or wrestling. So I'm just going to, you know, pull out the barbell, the 95-pound barbell, and do some thrusters to pull up the hole for the best. All right. I think that's a good call. It's a good call. I think he would win on that one. You whoop my ass on that, I guarantee We could tag team him, Mark, maybe. I'll go high, you go low. Yeah, the old Eliminators thing, you know, from the old ECW days. Yeah, hey. Top rope, <laughs> law, bottom rope. I thought we were friends right. here. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Hey, wow. Um, great. I'm impressed. I love, I love this call, great man. Great I don't even call. want it to end. Yeah. It goes right up there as one of our best calls. You are always welcome on Fork Talk. This is good well, stuff. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'll come back anytime you guys want. Hey, he called me a goddamn underwear model. This motherfucker is he he's on. He he come in any day. Yeah. You know what I think we should do? I'm gonna make a proposal here right at Fort Talk Studios. I didn't even talk about you about this to you guys, but I think here's what we do. Yeah. We're gonna you know we have segments for people. Yes. We're gonna have Valenny's rant. <laughs> That's good. You like that? I like it. Anything about the world, he yep. can rant Whatever on. you want to fucking talk every about. Every every month or two, come on and rant. Obama you know, whoever, yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Korea. yeah, I got a, I got protesters in downtown Cleveland tomorrow. I'm trying to take my kid to see the Christmas Carol. So you may oh. see me on the news before I get to rant. <laughs> Excellent. You know, Go dress like everyone needs a Scrooge and kick their asses. That's what you do. Right. Yeah. yeah. I may have to hold out on one of them. <laughs> All right, Mark. Well, um, happy holidays and happy new year to you and your family. Yes. Bless you. And thanks for being on the show. And uh, thanks for, for calling in. Well, I appreciate you guys, and happy holidays to all you guys. And, uh, in closing, I'd like to say uh, fuck Kerry Overfeld, fuck Greg Hadley, and uh, screw Chapin. <laughs> I like and it. And there you go. And that's Man. the show. I like, I like Craig. Craig, you can't say too much bad about Craig, so I'll leave it at that. Brilliant. Uh, but the, that, that son of a bitch doesn't listen to us anyway because he doesn't even have a... <laughs> He probably doesn't even have a fucking home computer. No, nah, he's got a. He's lives in a cave with fucking gold shit all over. <laughs> That's right. He's doing. He's doing Zerger squats, front squats, right. and uh, not listening to nobody. Absolutely. You guys have a great holiday, and I, I really uh, appreciate being on. You too, brother. Take Thanks, care. Bro. Cheers, bye. All right. Bye bye. Please, somebody stop this. Let's rumble. <laughs> I can't do this. Take him, Georgie. Right, come on.
Let's be sensible. Stop crying and fight your father. Ow! Oh, I This is I the best festival ever! The fireplace is burning bright, shining all on me. I see the presents underneath the good old Christmas tree. I hope they're all for me. And I wait on light till Santa comes yeah, baby. to wake me from my dreams. I hope he doesn't oh, come in my hair. That's Christmas to me. Santa coming down the chimney. See the children play outside with themselves. Making snow angels. Mom and Daddy share a kiss under the mistletoe. Then they go have sex. And we'll cherish all these simple things wherever we may be. Like my big daddy. And put a bowl around my balls and lick them every day. Interesting. Interesting. This accord is the great new a cappella uh, juggernaut that is the pentatonics. The pentatonics. Pentatonics. The pentatonics. And it's five young people, and they make music only with their mouths, just like you, Big Daddy. Hey, <laughs> I'm my own musical instrument. And uh, I love them, and their album went gold, and shouts to pentatonics. Yeah, shouts to pentatonics. Do you know what pentatonic means? Uh, I think it's a made-up word, isn't it? No, it's a musical. Is it? Thing. It is. Yep. Is it? Okay, cool. I like it. Well, they're they're awesome, and uh, we love them. Right. Um, you know, we've, we're towards the end of the show, Big Daddy, but we have not yet aired our own grievances. It's true, because here we sit at the Highland Lodge... Highland All Lodge. cozy and warm. True. We're celebrating Festivus. We have Swedish meatballs and mashed potatoes waiting for us. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to tuck into those. We've all been drinking, obviously. Yes. And, uh, you know, we're celebrating Festivus. We have the pole. We have each other. We are all wearing stupid, ugly sweaters. That's right. And, well, you are. Well, uh, Haas and I are. Nobody right. else is in the game. But uh, let's go ahead and I want you to start out with uh, Go ahead and air your grievance there, brother Okay, let me take that music down yeah, Love take you, it down a little bit. And of course, Pentatonics. we should obviously invoke Invoke Yep Hang on There we go We gotta invoke our airing of grievances The of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people <laughs> Now you're gonna hear about it <laughs> That's right. I got a lot of problems with you people. You're going to hear and about now it. you're going to hear about it. Actually, I'm going to be a little bit schmoopy on my airing of grievance. Schmoopy? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Which is an, which, schmoopy is an original Seinfeld thing as well. Just don't make me cry. Yeah? Here's my grievance. Mm-hmm. Listen, fuck world. The whole world that I have to live in that involves me working... So that I can make money, so that I can pay bills, to put food on the table, gets in the way of the shit I want to do. <laughs> Sing it, brother. Like lifting with Big Daddy. Lifting. Throwing with Big Daddy. Throwing. Spending time with my beautiful bride traveling around the world. Yep. Yes? Yes. And general frivolity. Um, I've got... Now that you've got a new house, Big Daddy, and and you know this about me, I have a little bit of OCD and I like things to be tidy. You do. I literally have a list about 20 fucking pages long of the shit I need to get done at your house alone with you. It's amazing. 
It's I like it. every weekend I need to bring over my belt, get on my old and uh, you know tool belt, and say, "All right, Big Daddy, we're going to fix these five things today." But so here's the thing: he will teach you how to fix. So them. my airing of grievance is your airing of grievance. My airing of grievance is I got too much other goddamn stuff in the way. I'd rather just do that full time. So. Lottery, please come see me. <laughs> okay, that's airing. I like it. Grievance. Yeah, that's a good grievance. Who's up next? Candy. Okay, uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> have a grievance actually. Very good. You don't. Devil Ange. I have lots of grievances, but not one that I'm going to air on Fork Talk. Because with you people. They're not that important. you got a so. problem with you people. Honestly, I think you can take them to your charge. My only grievance <laughs> is that, like, I wish it's not a grievance. It's there just that I wish my husband, we he works from home, I work from home, and we will go days without actually communicating about what is going on in our family because we're just so freaking busy. So that's my grievance, and it's there not. A, it's just a thing. It's not a grievance. I love you. I love you too, sweetie. Doctor Phil says. Y'all people need to fuck off. Yeah, well, our son is now doing this too because you know you know how we fix that. All right, big daddy. It's a marshmallow world in the springtime. Do you know who this is? Yes, I do. It's the time for play. It's a wintry way. I wait for it the whole year round. It's old Johnny Mathis. Johnny Mathis. I knew it. I yes. Okay, Big Daddy. Sorry. I was picturing him as a black guy with the afro. <laughs> he does have a bit of an afro. He does. He, he did. He definitely is a bit of a 5'10", 6'2", with afro. Yes. Kind of guy. Pretty much. Okay. I'll take that back down. We love him. Johnny Mathis classic Christmas. Okay, continue. All right. The airing of grievances. The, the time you've all been waiting for. The Big Daddy airing of grievances. Yeah, we only have uh, a few minutes. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to stick with... Uh, I had three of them. Okay, go. First one is when somebody makes an event on Facebook and they invite you to this event... Don't fucking check maybe. Either check yes or no. You got it? Bingo. All right. All right. Next one. If you Bingo. say maybe, fuck off. Bingo. My next one is, Angie, be quiet. That My next one is... <laughs> simple instructions. When the Fork Talk podcast tells you douchebags that if you want to be on our show... Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. What you have to do is you have to PM me to give me your information, and I will put you on the show. Do you know how many PMs I got, Hoss? Couple. Zero. Zero. Zilch. Mm. Got it? It's no good. That's all I got to say about that. No and good. number three. Number three. There we go. Doc Severinsen. Lightweights, the entire fucking class, you can all fuck off. Eat a goddamn sandwich, grow, <laughs> big some, get some goddamn muscles. Oh, we can throw farther than you. Fuck off. Shut up and grow. That's what I got to say about the lightweight class. What, what? Stop fucking whining. Pull your goddamn tampon in. 
throw on some Vagisil, take some goddamn Midol. Oh, man. Stop crying. You know what? You don't hear the pros cry. You don't hear the A's cry, the B's cry. You don't hear the novices cry. You don't hear the women bitch as much. You don't hear the masters bitching. You just hear our jokes because we're funny and we're funnier than you. And most of us are stronger than you and bigger than you and smarter than you and tougher by the God. And God God, God, people like us. Fucking A right. You know what? So stop your fucking whining. If there's a show with a lightweight class, good. Enter it. If there's not, fuck off. Throw in the class you belong in. Wow. That's awesome. And with that, we are going to crank out of this with a little... Gwen Stefani and Oi to the World. Oi! I got nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh, wait a minute. Devil Angel, we almost forgot you. I didn't. Shit. I didn't. I Because I, she was pointing at you the whole time. I thought she didn't have anything. Do you have a grievance? Ange? Go ahead. Give me I your grievance. I a bigger kilt to share that goes longer to my knees. And why yeah. is that? Because I'm getting old. Uh, nah, we don't uh, want to hear a grave. Okay. That's gotcha. Yeah. I, I had to do the same devil engine. It was This hard. is getting out of control. The, the, gotcha. ladies, the ladies had to adjust their kilt length. I get it. Wow, okay. that sucks. Continue. Fuck y'all. My grievance is that there's no snow for Christmas. Yep. I'm with that, Good too. call. No snow. I want snow. I want snow. Oh, yeah. We need snow. Make it snow. Be good. Be good to have snow. That's it? Anything else? Those are good. Nice job. Way to go, grievance girl. Asshole. Is that an offer? Oh, right in the booth. <laughs> shut it. Come shut on. up. Oh, shut up. Quit. Turn your microphone off. All right, Big Daddy. Here's the deal. We are going back uh, to where we were. The beginning. And where we were is to say thank you to Fork Talk Nation for listening and giving us all those plays. We're over 10,000. We are on our silver 25th anniversary episode. Uh, It's been uh, brilliant, of course. Well, what's important is you and I are here. Right. And uh, that's really all that matters. Pretty much. And you know, you know, when we started out with this thing 25 episodes ago. That's right. We said... If everybody listens, that's great. If it's just you and me, that's fine. Exactly and right. And here we are. And here we are. So um, so you're my Christmas present this year, Big Daddy. Hey, babe, open me. Babe. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> Thanks for all of our guests who called in. Thanks for Chad Allen calling in. Thanks for um, Matt and Julie calling in. Thanks for Mark Valenti calling in. Yes, indeed. Valenti. Uh, fantastic. And uh, thanks to our staff. Thanks for Devil Ange and uh, Candy Sprinkles being completely ridiculous on air. <laughs> I appreciate them. Uh, you know, and that's, you're, you're, we, this is a, this is going to be a good show, and I really can't wait to listen to it because right. I, I'm telling you, this these guests that we had, Olam and Valeni, and uh, of course, you Julie know, and Matt. Julie and Matt, yep. great people, and they're big fans of the show. And uh, I'm looking really forward to this. It's fantastic. Yeah, this is, I think this is going to be our one of our better episodes, one of well, our best. Well, happy holidays and happy new year to all of the Fork Talk Nation. And God bless us, and, everyone. And you know what? What? And that's the show. Yes, it is. Thanks for listening. Thanks again to our sponsors, Mattress Ranch, www.mattressranch.com. That's one word, mattressranch.com. Thanks for all the Facebook likes, up to 720. 
20. We're getting closer to that big 1,000, brother. I'm going after it, baby. The Fork Talk podcast comes out regularly, typically twice a month. Questions or comments, email us at info at fork-talk.com or Facebook, Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Hoss. Until next time. May the fork be with you. You are the sheaf to my fork, Big Daddy. Slanchamore, great health. Captain Quint, take it away. Woo, woo, woo. Hashtag what? Hashtag Captain Quint. <laughs> Hashtag New Year. Hashtag, Hashtag We Rock. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Hashtag If you say Happy Holidays to me, I'll punch you in your fucking face because it's Christmas. Rock on. Hashtag Hanukkah. Hmm? Ooh. Ooh, seven days, eight crazy nights. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> what's, What the fuck is Kwanzaa? Nothing wrong with that one. Celebrate away, baby. What the hell? We out. We out. Farewell and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu to you ladies of Spain. For we've received orders for to sail back to Boston. And so never more shall we see you again. Thanks for listening to Fork Talk with your she-fork-wielding, lovable host, Big Daddy and Hoss. Check out www.fork-talk.com for more episodes. We throw heavy stuff for fun, people. Caber up!